Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Rose Shearer here, and welcome to the show. I'm going to start with this little excerpt. Move on to joy. Are you willing to be here in constant abject pain one minute longer? I'm not. Are you willing to be here suffering endlessly and needlessly through distressing situations? Worrying, fussing, fretting about things that you can do nothing about? I'm not. And we don't have to be. We're here to feel joy and absorb all of life's beauty that we can. If pain comes, let it pass quickly through, then move on to joy. It's a conscious choice. Now that was from my, excuse me, my meditation book. And why it, it, as of today's day, you know how I always just say these things just to have serendipitous uh, outcomes for me. I had a pastor on my podcast today, and he'll, he'll come out in the next few weeks, Dr. Brian Russell. And he had such a fantastic uh, message about, you know, Christianity, the Bible, understanding it with a broader, more open, accepting um, mindset, and learning how we look at things through the filter of our experience and how so often we go into judgment versus uh, acceptance and, you know, love. It was wonderful. He was an absolute joy to interview. And it's really been making me think of things as well as what they said here. I mean, you talk about pain and such. Well, as you know, I've been dealing with a lot of chronic pain this last year or two, this last year, especially since last September. Uh, I've had to have MRIs done. I've seen specialists. I've got degeneration in, you know, my lower back. I've got stenosis in my neck. I already deal with chronic fibromyalgia. So there's a, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. And I've been finding ways, though, little hacks to help. New ice pack that just I love for my lower back because it's easy to put on. Uh... I cannot believe not a single therapist in the past year has mentioned this great leg brace. It goes around the thigh, upper thigh and your waist, and it holds your hip flexor stable. Well, that's, I have issues in my hip flexor uh, because of some sort of damage in or something going on in my joint of my hip. Arthritis is minimal. X-rays are showing nothing. And now I'm going to fight for a contrast MRI because my therapists are like, Shelly, it's been two years. We have got to know what's going on in there. And it is not musculature or, if I got this, am I saying that right? Or ligament, which I thought it was. Those things are being affected, but only because they're overworking the wrong areas. So in other words, when the hip flexor is not working because it clamps down, the muscles clamp down on the hip joint and sends me into, you know, a debilitating pain where my, my leg collapses sometimes and doesn't hold my weight. Well, then other things in the inner thigh, the groin down around my knee, they're compensating. Well, we need to short circuit that. So I did some research and found this brace and then went on to Amazon and compared all the models. It was great fun. I cannot believe the difference in my stability. I can walk around the block right now. 
I haven't been able to do that for the better part of this year. I can get around my house and back and forth to cars and things. But going into a mall or walking my dog for an hour, absolutely not. Okay? So these types of things, we can have physical pain hacks, but we can also have mental, emotional, spiritual hacks as well. Ways that we learn habits we create that feed the right things in ourselves and in our lives. Now, it was a real heartbreak for me on the weekend. It was, it was um, not the whole weekend, just this one conversation I had. It was Halloween. It's a big deal in my neighborhood here where I live in, in Vancouver, British Columbia. And after the uh, trick-or-treating, which was great, there was more kids this year. I, almost, I ran out of Play-Doh, very embarrassing. <laughs> and the little bit of fireworks that get uh, set off for, for our neighborhood kids. We ended up in my backyard for a fire pit. And one of my dear friends, who I haven't seen much since the beginning of summer, because I was away and then, you know, fall hits, she started a new job. I'm dealing with, you know, pain, my mother, just my list. And we all have a list. All of us have a list of responsibilities and things. And it's amazing how much of it just takes up time. She's suffering from terrible anxiety. And it was really odd, only because of all my girlfriends and just friends in general, she's the most, quite honestly, quite laid back. She doesn't usually get herself worked up. So we were kind of digging around in this. And, and uh, you know, you can't always have, although I do support it for short term, you can't always have a pill. It doesn't solve everything. However, when you are not coping, I've said this many times, you often need that lift out of the hole that you've dug yourself into. And if pharmaceuticals can help with that short term while you find better coping mechanisms, then I'm all for it. Where I struggle is long-term crutches and the fact that we don't do the work as human beings because lots of times there's just work and habits that need to be done or implemented that help us deal with things. I mean... I see it all the time on, on Facebook, this saying, you know, depression is real. But if you are not eating properly, getting enough sleep, going out in the fresh air, getting exercise, you are literally hamstringing yourself. You are not even giving yourself a fighting chance. And the sad part with today's world is that we are in such a, what's the word I'm looking for? We're just on this treadmill of doing, doing, doing. We don't take time to meditate. We do not take time to be quiet. One of the things that came up on my podcast with um, Dr. Brian today was the fact that he was kind of joking. He says, you know, in the modern day of the 21st century, we, we need to practice silence and solitude. And he said it's so important now. He says, because when you think about it, 2,000 years ago, when, you know, when the Bible says that spiritual people went off into the desert for a long time, he joked, he says, what do they need to escape? They didn't have, you know, the, the busy lives we have now. They didn't have social media. I mean, we are just bombarded constantly with sensory input. So he said, even back then when it was like, what, you needed to escape your wife, the five kids and the camel, that they went into the desert for a time alone for meditation and to seek God. Can you imagine how much more we need that in today's society? And it was just kind of funny. And I laughed and I thought, yeah, it's so true. If social media, by the way, is one of your issues, go back through my podcast and find Johan's uh, podcast on, and he's a social media coach. Fantastic. I've actually had so much great feedback on that particular episode and 
And uh, I mentioned in the podcast that if you email him and say you heard it on coulda, woulda, shoulda, he will send you one of his courses, a $197 course for free, I believe it is. I'm just going to assume he will still honor that months later. But there are resources out there to help you. The question is finding the help. And so often we get lost in our, in our own anxiety, like my girlfriend is right now, and we can't see the forest for the trees. But I'm here to tell you that there is hope because joy is, there's, is a state of being and it is our birthright. You are going to have bad times. It's not that you can be joyful all the time. But one of the things, again, that I mentioned this when talking with, um, with Dr. Uh, Russell was the fact that we talk about uh, God's will in our lives. And he says, you know, God's will is just about being godly. It doesn't mean you have some great calling. You could be a barista. You could be anybody. But as long as you're loving your neighbor as yourself, you're doing God's will. And that's really as simple as it is. I thought that was fantastic. I truly did. So he's definitely, I mean, even if you're not a super religious person, if you're a spiritual person or you're, you're just looking for a great comforting message, please tune in in a couple months when I have him on, on the air and, uh, and check him out. He was awesome. But I related it as well to the fact about passion. I talk about Terry Trespicio's uh, TED Talk on finding your passion or I think she's got a new book out on not finding your passion. It's her, it's her new book that she's just launching literally right now. It's November, 2021. That's it's came out last month, I believe because she talks about taking your passion with you. And I so resonated with this when I heard this a year or so ago, because that's how I believe people aren't drawn to me because I have found my passion. People have always been drawn to me. I believe in my life because I take my passion for life to any situation I'm involved in. My husband and I always have a great time on vacation because we bring the happiness with us. In any situation, even if something bad happens, we shake it off and say, well, oh, well, they're lost and move on. We take our joy and our passion everywhere that we go as a couple. And it's, a, it's conscious for us. I never really thought about it much as, as a youngster. But now that I'm doing this deeper diving spiritual work and um, consciousness work and the world's gone a bit crazy the last year or two, you really can start shining a light on those dark places and saying, you know, what is it that I do or don't do to keep my joy high and my feel like I'm taking my passion into everything that I do? So you don't have to go find your passion and then do it for a living. You can keep your job and your family and, and just take and create passion in whatever you're doing in your life. Anyways, I just wanted to drop that little message because the thing is with me doing all these interviews right now, I, there's been too many of them. There's been a couple per week and that kind of takes up my time and I'm not editing yet. Well, I'm not getting anything out to all of you and I apologize for that. If you need help, reach out so we can send you in the right direction to resources. And as I always say, you are not alone. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelly at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.